What is up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman, and this is another episode of Wes Hoffman with Friends. This episode is with my friend Trevor Hedges. Um, <clears throat> Trevor's a friend of mine. I met him about three years ago, uh, almost four now, um, in Dallas at So What Music Fest, and we have kept in touch. Um, he's been on the podcast now. I've podcasted with him. This is the third time, I think. So um, they have a new album out, Sundressed, um, uh, his band. Uh, they're called, the album's called Home Remedy. And I'm actually going to be having a couple of other guys from the band on this podcast as well to talk a little bit more about um, this album and, and just to get to know them as well, kind of do a little like Sundressed series. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, it's coming up here over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be doing that. So um, we talk about on this episode, uh, Trevor and I, we talked about mental health, songwriting, uh, we caught up a little bit. We talked a little bit about skateboarding, um, being a band during a pandemic. That was another thing. So it's some really interesting stuff, and I'm really excited to just kind of um, <clears throat> put this out there and and promote their band and what they're doing. And again, um, my one ask that I will ask uh, every time that we do this podcast is if you like this podcast, uh, please feel free to give it a share on Instagram. And if you tag me in it at Wesley Hoffman, I will share it out to my people as well. And, and, um, hopefully, you know, there's a little bit of like, Hey, check out this person's page too. So, um, make sure to check it out and give it a share if you like it. So thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. If you are interested in following Sundressed, follow them at Sundressed Band on Instagram. What's up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman once again, and I'm here with um, my friend Trevor Hedges from Sundressed. How you doing, Trevor? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, so Trevor, uh, <laughs> it's weird. I feel like I've just like put on a different voice whenever like I hit record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, you have, do you ever feel that way? Yeah, I can relate by trying to start a podcast during this quarantine time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird, right? It's like you want to be as Definitely. real as you want to be as real as you can, but you're still like you know that there's an audience listening listening and so there's like a little bit of uh you know, there's just a little bit of something different in your voice, I guess. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, so um it's cool because like I have been wanting to um I feel like you're one of those people that since I met you at So What Music Fest, um I've seen you like every year since then. Um Yeah, I was just thinking that actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um it's probably been about a year and a half now that you guys played that show with Keep Flying at the comic book shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I I was like, damn, dude, I probably would have seen Trevor by now <laughs> if we weren't in the middle yeah. of a pandemic. So, uh, but I'm glad that we're connecting now. Either way, yeah, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I, I bet you probably you probably have a lot of people like that, right? Like, um, since you guys tour a lot, like, do you have a lot of people in different cities and stuff that you're like, oh, every time I go to St. Louis, I see Wes, and every time that I go to you know, Indianapolis, I know this person that's there or Kansas city or whatever. Are you guys kind of starting to feel that? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like that and, you know, the people that we would see at shows every time, but also, like, like the friends, the really good friends I've been touring with them, like, I was used to getting to see them a couple times a year, too, you know? Like, whenever we'd go to Austin to see the nominee guys again. Or oh, yeah. East Coast and see the Keep Flying guys, you know? So it's like, dang, I, I like started to feel like I had way less friends than I was seeing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm still your friend, Trevor. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we um, we actually got to play a show with a guy, well, with Keep Flying and Nominee, um, and I got to meet some of the, I had known the guys, I met John um, at that same fest that I met you at in Dallas, and then um, we got to, I got to meet some of the guys in Nominee too, and they're, they're really cool. Um, it was a really good show, but um so yeah good people all around um yeah uh so uh i'm really really uh okay first of all how does it feel to uh you have your new record out sundressed home remedy um i know you put a ton of work into this one like how does it feel to finally have it like out and share it with the world it's really good can be without being able to go play these songs but it just it really just feels like a labor of love that we fought for so hard and like at times it didn't think we we'd be here at least not with the record that we had in mind and um we're just so happy that and so happy with the label they've been so helpful um it's it's honestly a dream that would just be better if we were on the road right now yeah yeah for sure for sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's hard. Like, um, especially, I mean, I was even thinking, like, hearing some of these songs, I'm like, damn, I'd like to see. I really liked your, um, I, I like you guys' live show, too. I feel like you do a good job of, like, um, I mean, you sound good, but I feel like you do a good job of getting the crowd into it and everything as well. And um, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really loved that. Um, um, I saw you guys come through here with um, Speak Low like a couple years ago too, but I really loved that show at the comic book shop. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that was, was just... my favorite St. Louis show. Oh yeah, dude. Honestly, yeah. that was one of my favorite. Um, I mean, I've been to hundreds of shows here in St. Louis. I'm I'm from here and lived most of my life here. Um, and you know, I, I tra- I'll travel a lot for shows if I if I want to as well, but. That was one of my favorite shows just like that I've ever been to. I mean, it was small and um, everybody that was there was just like everybody was in a good mood and um, it was just a dope show. But um, I was thinking about that, too, that I, I really want to see you guys play these songs live. And um, I, I know you did like a um, like a live stream where you played them. Have you done that yet or did or you were going to right? Um so funny story we were supposed to do i've been doing a lot of like acoustic stuff on twitch but we had a big like full band show planned for last sunday and our guitar player aj fractured his wrist like the thursday before oh no shit (laughs) (laughs) that sucks so so we're he actually has been you know it's doctor since and turns out he doesn't have to get like a hard cast so we're gonna be able to do it in a few weeks, hopefully. Like he was, he was ready to do it. Like he bought a thumb pick, and he was saying he could play this with his thumb, because his, his right hand. Like. Oh, yeah. You don't. You, yeah, you don't need to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, and that was gonna kind of be my next question. I mean, like, 
what is it? I, I feel like this has been a really down year. Um, I mean, your album came out. Um, Into It, Over It put out an album. Um, and Knuckle Puck put out an album um, all on the same day. And um, mm-hmm. there's been some other... Uh, Neck Deep's album is another one that sticks out to me that has come out during this year that's like... Um, good albums that have come out during the pandemic. Like, what's it like? I mean, have you, uh, like, I mean, obviously people are trying to find ways to adapt seeing as like, you know, we're, we can't play shows and stuff like that. Um, you know, how have you guys, you mentioned Twitch, like what are some ways that you guys are trying to kind of get, you know, get people interested and keep them interested after the album, you know, after it's out since you can't tour. Yeah, definitely. Um, like this month, I I kind of worked on producing. Like, we did a Twitch show every uh, Sunday of the month, and um, my friend Andy is like super good with like Twitch and streaming platforms, so he was kind of producing it for me. Um, but I did like a theme for each one. Like the first one was the history of Sundress, and I we had like oh sweet. We added we added like pre-recorded segments where like one was like all the current band members watching like the super old music videos and commenting, you know, like been like trying to do different stuff like that to just make it interesting every time. And it's kind of cool to like have the camera pointed at you with a guitar, but kind of like narrating and be like, now we're going to go look at this clip that we put together. Like, check it out. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah. That's, that's cool. Really cool. And then, um, and then from that, we ended up actually um, starting a Discord server. Okay. I don't know much about Discord yet. Like, can you um, share a little bit about it? Yeah, it's almost like a, it's like kind of like a Facebook group, but like way more interactive. Okay. You can have like, it's like, it's like kind of like Facebook and Reddit combined almost. Uh, you, you can have like different little sub servers where people like, we have one that's like everyone who's pre-ordered the record is like talking about their pre-orders and one's like sundress memes and stuff like that. <laughs> and it's like, it, it took off almost immediately. It's not like super big or anything, but it's, it's a way that you can like interact one with the trickster. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out. I'm sure there's like a link on your Instagram or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, hell yeah, yeah. I think it's like um, interesting to see how um, you know that's one thing that I really miss is just like music's been a big part of my life, and even in St. Louis, just the social aspect of like you know I've been going to shows for a really long time. So when I would go to shows, seeing like my friends and stuff like that, I really miss that aspect of like of life (laughs) um but just music in general but it's interesting to see how people are um uh like how how bands are kind of adapting because i don't i really don't know at this point like when shows are going to come back in the way that we um in the way that they were before all this happened you know what i mean it could be a very long time and um it's kind of depressing when you think about it (laughs) We could we could have a whole another record by the time we could play we could play again. Which is scary. Yeah. Well, hey, I would welcome that record. Um, either way, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, that doesn't that doesn't stress you out, right? Thinking about recording a whole other record at this point. No, I'm honestly. It was. 
don't know, we learned so much about each other and the band with this process that, like, we're already excited on, like, what we could do next, you know? Oh, um, dude, that's awesome. Like, even, um, I think, I'm trying to remember if we played St. Louis. No, I, I don't think he met our, our new guitar player, Matt, who took over for Forrest, but, um, he joined, like, right when we finished recording the record. Okay. Like a wonderful writer as well, singer. So like, we're even more excited to kind of expand writing with more people because um, because this record was way more collaborative than past records for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I can I can pick. Uh, I I don't want to say I picked up on it, but like I was wondering that a little bit. Like. Um, I love some of the, I mean, there's a, I don't think it's too derivative of like earlier albums, but I could definitely tell like maybe there were some extra influences in there that I didn't hear on previous records. And, um, I really like it. I mean, I'm, uh, not to like, uh, for lack of a better term, kiss your ass too much, <laughs> but no, I appreciate it. I'll take all you can give me. <laughs> okay okay well no i mean i really um you know of course i heard the songs as you were like releasing them i was listening to them and um and i was excited for the new album to come out but um i really just like uh you know i play guitar so i love the guitar work um and i've told you this before there's something about the way that you phrase the melody and like the lyrics that is different than any other band that it just it stands out so much um and I, th I think, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, where do you think that um, another band that I feel like does that, and you and I have talked about this too, is Saves the Day. I feel like he can put a, a really long sentence into like a really short phrase. <laughs> um, um, yeah, he, he's the king of that. I know from like trying to cover his songs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do take a lot of like, I guess kind of how I learned how to write songs was not so much from punk bands, but from, like singer songwriters. Like, uh, like when I first touched a guitar, my favorite band was Bright Eyes, and okay. I loved like Elliot, Elliot Smith. I love Elliot Smith. David Kazan, stuff like that. So, like, I definitely learned from Bright Eyes that you can have like seven verses and no chorus in a song if you want to. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But, but definitely, like a lot, of, a lot of those we're just so focused on, on lyrics and that's what I've always loved, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love that about, um, I really like that about your music too, is that like, it's not, um, you know, I mean, naturally, and this is something that I'm trying to work on just as a musician and songwriter too, is it's, um, trying to put more, um, just trying to write more authentic lyrics and, and match it up with a melody, like, where do you think, you know, is that something, do you, um, do you wake up and write lyrics every day and then put them to a song or like, I, I guess it's that kind of old, like the chicken and the egg, like, does the, does the music come first or does the lyrics come first for you? Um, it can be either, but nine times out of 10, it's usually, um, like I'll be playing some chords and start humming a melody. And if I find something I like, I'll keep humming and the first line and I kind of know how the melody is going to go. Mm -hmm. And then I put the guitar down and I write all the lyrics and then go back. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay. 
But um, definitely for this record a lot, I, I just wasn't like home with the guitar as much because I was working a lot and we were touring a lot. So I would like just come up with melodies in my head and like sing them into my voice memos a lot. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, but what was cool about this is like um, AJ, who we've met before, I think, um, he he had joined the band and this was the first time I got to write with him and he's just such a brilliant instrumentalist that um, our process was kind of me sending him acoustic songs with melodies and letting him map out the production basically of the he he recorded all the bars and the bass on the record oh no shit that's awesome that is impressive yeah, <laughs> yeah we, I met him because he was he was touring he plays bass in Weatherbox also okay so um it was and that like my favorite band. Are <laughs> they connected to hotel books? Um, no, they aren't. But AJ did play bass for Hotel Book for a tour or two. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe that's maybe that's where I made the connection. Yeah, um, I know that kid yeah. Cam. Um, I've met him a few times, and um, he's a good dude. I and I thought that he said that um, some of the guys from Weatherbox played with him one time. So um, that's cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, small world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's awesome. I didn't know that. I'd love to talk to. Um, you know, I know we we texted a little bit about like talking to other um, guys from your band. I'd love to talk to both Vic and AJ as well. Like, um, yeah, you know, super cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to kind of do a whole little like, um, you know, just feature on you guys and and talk to each each one of you guys for you know twenty or thirty minutes about like. Um, I, I, I'm a big, uh, <laughs> um, I'm a big Vic Chan fan. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, just, I just love, um, the stuff that he posts on Instagram and, and, uh, his drum covers and stuff. I'm just like a big fan of, of him. So, um, yeah, that's really cool. Um, uh, um well, I was going to go somewhere else with, um, with the, yeah. with the music stuff, but I can't remember. Um, I lost my, yeah. totally lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So talking okay. a little bit about the lyrics, like I noticed that, and, and you've talked about this on other albums too, but like, there seems to be a really big focus on like mental health and stuff like that. And is that something that you're really passionate about letting know, letting people know about, like, um, you know, was that something that you went into this album about like, Hey, I want to, I want to talk about this or did you just kind of go into it thinking like, I want to talk about whatever, you know, um, whatever uh-huh. comes out. Cause it seemed like there was a lot of, um, you know, one of my favorite songs is that like, um, it's called your frequency uh-huh. and it's about like, you know, get another job and work until your arms fall off. And I think a lot of people can relate to that kind of stuff. Did you feel, were you feeling that as well? Like that people needed to hear that from you? Yeah, definitely. The, the, this record's very autobiographical for what I was going through at the time of writing these songs, for sure. Because, um, like, like I've, I've been pretty open about my, you know, being sober for 11 years now and all that. But um, Oh, yeah, brother. So, thanks, man. But um, a big part of that for me was, like, when I first got sober, I, I thought that all my mental health concerns had to do with my drug use. And that if I quit doing drugs, I'd be fine. And I was kind of afraid to look into getting help for mental health. And mm. 
um, sometime mid 2019, I, I had like just kind of like a bad breakdown and ended up going through the motions of like seeking therapy and, you know, trying medication and all that stuff and trying to figure out healthcare and affording it and all that. So it all kind of wrapped yeah. up. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I, I'm happy to say now that I've, I've been in, you know, seeing therapy and psychiatrists and all that. And I, my life is a lot better, like more than I'm way less anxious than I knew was even possible. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. I think, um, I mean, congrats to you, like, um, on the sobriety, but also like, um, seeking help and, and, and talking to people because, you know, my, my, um, my mom's a, a behavioral health therapist and, um, you know, I have been to, to therapy a few times and like, I think that we really need to, um, that's something that I'm passionate about as well. Like, um, you know, as I look back in different points in my life, I'm going through a huge, I have went through, I'm still going through like a big transition in my life right now where, um, separation from, um, long-term relationship, um, new job, like new apartment, all this kind of stuff. That's like, I didn't really think I'd be going through at 37 years old. And as I look back now, um, a lot of the stuff that I was going through, like, um, I, if you see me around, you would think that I'm a really happy person and that like life is good. And for the most part, like I really do focus on practicing gratitude and just being thankful and like looking at the good and the positive in life. But there were a lot of things that were like really, really depressing me as well. And, and that like I hadn't shared with people. And, um, I think there is something about like, I think everyone, whether it's your friend, um, or your parents or, your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever, we all seek like counsel in some way. And we all need that to like let out whatever is in our mind. Um, and it's therapeutic and it's good. And, um, I, I also feel like we need to normalize like taking care of your mental health. Cause there, there, there still is a little bit of a stigma I think in, in society, but it's just as important as like, um, any other aspect of our physical health is our mental health and probably even more important, I would say. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's kind of been the, the same with, with addiction too, where it's like, you know, like you wouldn't like, you wouldn't disown your mom if she had cancer or something like that. But like a mental health concern, can, you know, people, there's still is a stigma around it for sure. Like people think that, you know, it's all in your head. You can get over it, whatever. It's, it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you just can't, you can't like, um, sometimes you can't, you know, you, you just, you can't just get it out of your head and not think about it. It's, it's impossible. Um, uh, and, and, you know, if something I like to think about it, like if, um, something was wrong with like my tooth and I had a toothache and it was rotting out. Like, you know, I would, I would go to the dentist and I would get that fixed. And like, or if my arm was really sore and I got to the point where I couldn't move my arm, like, um, I would go to the doctor and figure out what was going on with that. And I think it's different with like mental health because we can't visibly see something wrong with us. Like, you know, it doesn't, um, well, maybe it manifests in, um, uh, shakes and screams and obscenities. <laughs> oh, I deserve that one. I, oh no, dude. It was totally a compliment. Totally a compliment. 
<laughs> um, I got your lyrics already burned into my brain, bro. <laughs> um, it's that catchiness of the songs that like, you know, um, no, but I mean, um, going back, I, I hope I didn't like, <laughs> I hope that didn't bother you that I just busted that out. Oh, no, 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 not at all. I, <laughs> I think it's important to talk about and be transparent with your experiences because you never know who might be listening or needs to hear it. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, and like, um, you know, I, I think that it's, it's hard because you can't tell, like, there's not something that it's like, that's always visible that like, oh, you know, if you were walking around and you saw somebody with a broken arm, you'd be like, dude, you need to go get that checked out. But you can't, there's not like a physical manifestation of these things that like people for us to see. And so it's like a, um, yeah, I think maybe that, um, unless other people have experienced it firsthand, they don't, you know, it is really easy to dismiss it. So, I mean, um, as I've listened to this album several times now, I'm, I'm really, uh, I mean, thank you for like putting it out in the open and, and talking about it because I, I think that there are a lot of people out there who can relate. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. <clears throat> so what do you feel like? Um, uh, tell me a little bit about like uh, I noticed that you guys uh, started working with Rude Records. Um, uh, I, I think I um, so I know Light Years is, was a part of their was or is a part of their roster as well as. um mm-hmm. This band, um, they're not around anymore, but they were called Woes out of Scotland. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about, like, how did you guys link up with them and how did that all kind of come about? Yeah, um, like, when we were recording, we had we had talked to a few, kind of just, like, not a no, but not necessarily a yes kind of vibe, you know, and... Um, I was just kind of like researching like labels that my friends were on and um we we toured with this band called Sun Sleeper last okay. year and uh they had put out the record with Rude last year and I reached out to Jeff from that band and we talked for a bit and he ended up sending them the record for us and they were just so excited about it and they sent an offer like over a weekend like it was really quick and um after talking more and more, it just seemed, seemed like the right move. Um, it was kind of like, I was a little scared to work with a, like a European label for a global release, you know? Yeah. But, um, but man, they, they're just a wonderful label and they, they believed in the record so much that it just, it felt like home for us. So we're, we're so stoked to be working with them. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And congrats as as well. Like when I saw that um you guys are working with them, I was really excited for you too. Like I like to see um, you know, bands and people that I like. I like to see them like making big moves and being successful and stuff like that. So I was I was really stoked for you guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, what do you feel like, uh, you know, so where are you guys, um, I mean, obviously the record's out now, like, um, you know, you're going to be promoting it a little bit more, like, uh, what do you feel like, I mean, yeah, where do you go from here, especially with like what everything that's been happening in the world right now, it's like, everything seems so chaotic and crazy, like, <laughs> you, and you're not able to tour, do you guys just continue trying to push content out like online? Do you have, um, do you have anything up your sleeve? for like the next few months? 
Um, yeah, we're we're definitely going to continue doing lives and stuff like that. Um, we do have at least one more music video plan that we're shooting right now. Um, oh, hell yeah. Definitely, definitely just trying to keep the content up. Like we did um, one of the Twitch stream episodes, we, we did one about like all covers that were songs that influenced us. And we ended up kind of quarantine recording the covers together like, Matt did some guitar and AJ did some guitar and Vic did the drums and they sent it to me. Oh, that's cool. So we cool. made like little, little videos and um, they came out really good. So we we're like, that was like a day's work. And so we could keep doing stuff like that, you know. Um, we are hoping to be able to um, play in Europe for the first time, some, like the second half of next year, because it looks like things are opening up for them um you know starting in the spring with actual touring because they did the right <laughs> yeah no no shit yeah <laughs> um yeah so it, i mean obviously it'd be a, a dream for us to get out there and and the connection with rude is what's making that possible oh that's awesome um, but it seems like it, it it would be a trip to like the first time we play in front of people to have it be in another country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would but be it, awesome. It might be what happens. Oh man, that would be really cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. Um I okay, I remembered something that I wanted to ask you. Um uh do you have any um okay, so two of my favorite songs um on the album are uh Your Frequency and um <laughs> Sensitive Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I totally related to that to that one um a lot actually. I the first time that I heard it I was on a really long run and I was like, "Oh man, this is kind of a nice slow like song and um I think just in general like men were taught to like not to cry and were taught like to not show emotion and just be this kind of stoic like dude and um, and to not just basically not be sensitive and kind of like be closed off. And over the last probably three or four years, like I've really, since I've known you, like I've really tuned into that a lot more of just like, Hey, you know, when I feel like crying, I'm going to cry. And that's like how I am. And I, I actually always feel better. Um, when something, when I feel that emotion of like something going to make me cry, I always feel better after I just like feel it and let it go, you know? Um, so I I really liked that a lot. Um, that was a good it was a good cut, and um, I sent that to uh, my lady, and she was like, "Oh my god, this to- I totally see why you relate to this." <laughs> um, but, That's awesome. I'm glad you got it. Yeah, I, I was worried that it would just kind of like be written off because it's kind of like ironic and sassy, for lack of a better term, you know. Um, yeah. But um, that that was a fun one because I originally like pictured it as, as this like kind of driving pop punk song, like with big crunchy guitars. And okay. Our producer Mike was the one who actually was like, "Hey man, I have a weird idea." And he's like, "You're either gonna love me for it, or you're gonna fire me right now." <laughs> and he's like, and then he like picks up the classical guitar and he's like what if we like made this like an acoustic song and like it would just make the lyric kind of hit differently, you know? And, and I was like, that kind of makes sense. I don't know why. Let's do it. (laughs) And we ended up being really happy with it. 
Yeah, yeah. I really liked it a lot, too. And, like, I could definitely hear a little bit of the, the sarcasm in there. But, like, um, yeah, I thought it was great. It's got the... And, it, and in where it is on the album, like, kind of in the middle there, it's like a, it fits really well in between the other songs. And um, uh, I dig it. But um, do you have any... What are some of your favorites, like... I know it's probably really hard to pick just one, but do you have one or two that really stick out to you as like a song that, you know, when you were finished with it, you heard like the finished product, you were like, fuck yeah, man, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, definitely the facts. That was just the most like ambitious we had ever been musically. Mm -hmm. Um, cause it, AJ actually transposed some of the parts into like this five four riff that he had that's like the bass riff at the beginning okay which was like completely new territory for me yeah and, um the song also has a key change in it so it was like a lot of like emo kind of twinkly influence that i always loved but i i could never play guitar like that so like it coming through aj was kind of like marrying both of our kind of songwriting together and it was just really it was very hard to record so it was really rewarding to hear it at the end yeah yeah that's awesome yeah i know which one you're talking about that little that bass riff that do 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 yeah um i totally just did the dd dudes on a podcast um you knew what i was saying though right yeah 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 absolutely um my other favorite is probably cash out Okay. Um, that was just a. I I just love album closers in general, and it just I was really happy with the kind of gang vocal thing at the end and experimenting singing in my low register a little bit, and then we had our friend Sydney Sprague singing on it, and okay. she's just we're all such a huge fan of her, and it it all came together really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned that. I was actually going to ask you who that was um, on that. Uh, on that track because I did hear like a female vocalist like um, is she in a band or anything like that? Um, she has an awesome solo project. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, like I, I'm like in better shape than I've ever been. Sure. It's it's been so hot here. It's like like if you fall on the ground, you're gonna get you're gonna burn yourself. Hot. Oh damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you for not then. Yeah. I, but, yeah, I would, I would love to get out there again now that it's cooling down a little bit. Um, I was, it was definitely a big part of my childhood, um, skateboarding. And then as I got older, I didn't actually skate as much, but I've always followed the culture and everything. It's, it's just a really, really cool thing to me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've read a couple articles about, um, and I've seen people talk about um, on Instagram and social media and Twitter and stuff like about, how um, there's been a rise in roller skating and rollerblading as well as skateboarding because there's just not as much to do like a lot you know yeah. normal stuff that we would do you know where we would be going to parties or movie theaters or out to dinner and stuff like that like it's not the same as it was so people are picking up new hobbies and it's cool I see people out um, there's a park by my house that I walk and run at almost every day and I've been seeing more people. Um, in the roller hockey rink, like with their skateboards or roller skates. And I think that's really cool. Like, um, and I, myself, like I've been going out and doing a lot of hiking and, um, I, for the first couple of months, like I walked every day, sometimes like five miles, I would just put on some music or a podcast and 
get my AirPods and just go outside. And it was like, um, it was actually kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I can only play so much, so much video games before I'm like, okay, I do need to get out of the house and like go do something. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but Trevor, it's great to talk to you, man. I, I really do hope that I get to see you sooner rather than later. Me too, man. Yeah, and congrats on the album, um, uh, and the release. I mean, uh, I can't say it enough, and and I, I'm looking forward to talking to uh, um, AJ and Vic as well to like talk more about that the the music and everything. But I really, really was um, impressed and in love with this album. I, uh, um, you know, I, I mean, that's part of the reason why I reached out to you and just said like, "Hey, man, I love this album. This is a really, really good. I mean, every song just." Every song, not, I feel like, not only has a vocal hook or like a melody that's like really sing-alongable, but there's like a guitar hook in almost every song too, which is like just exactly what I. That's like my favorite kind of music. And definitely tell tell AJ that when you talk to him, it'll mean a lot too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will. I will for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. It, it really does mean a lot, and it's just it's it's always cool to. Like, I think you were probably one of the first podcasts I ever did. And, like, I don't even think I knew it was a podcast until we were in the room with you because I didn't understand, like, having a PR person and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's just always cool to, you know, connect with an old friend. So thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. I, I um, like, I'm, I'm thankful for you, too. Like, I'm glad... Um, anytime that you have something that you want to promote or, you know, you're coming through St. Louis or something like just hit me up. I'm, I'm down to like, you know, catch up and talk a little bit and like, just, um, you know, we rise by lifting others and like, I want to share what my friends are doing. And, um, uh, and, and I mean, I myself, I just really love the album too. So <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. And you're uh, the the guy that you guys, I remember that um, Mike Kubios um, was your PR guy at the time. And like, um, I've never mm -hmm. met him, but I, um, he was a good guy that like, he got us a lot of interviews and like a lot of those people um, I've stayed in touch with. And um, I do have to give a shout out just to any publicists in the music industry that like, that has got to be a tough job and like, um, uh, of just trying to get the music out and, and it's an important job too. And it's like, um, a lot of the people that I've, that I've worked with in the past through strange house and through this podcast, like, um, have really connected me with a lot of, uh, good friends. So like it, those are important people for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So awesome. Yeah, we had, uh, had Becky and Natalie at big picture for this record. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, oh, I love Becky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Becky's the shit. <laughs> she she helped us out yeah. a lot. Yeah, shout out to Becky. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I need to send her a message and just like um, just like a message of gratitude because she helped us out so much. She's really cool and she's really good at her job. So um, I'm glad to hear you guys are working. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you guys are working with them. So um, yeah. awesome. Uh, well, Trevor, thanks again, man. I hope you have a great day. Um, yeah, any any way that I can ever help you, um, just let me know. And, and congrats again on the record. Thank you so much. Soon. Awesome. Yeah, have a good one, bro. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>